For over 2,000 years, Christian parents around the world have trained their kids to live counter-culturally, basically different from the behavioral norms of their native land. And for the most part in America, Christian parents have raised their kids to fit into America's culture because, well, from the beginning, Americans had largely accepted the moral principles of God's Word. However, due to recent cultural shifts, helping our kids fit into our culture means turning a blind eye to what God's Word teaches. Today, we'll be talking with countercultural mom, Tina Marie Griffin, on how to raise godly kids in an increasingly ungodly culture. That's next Unlicensed to Parent. Hi, I'm glad you've joined us for another episode of Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a year-long Christ-centered residential program for teens in crisis. Our host is the founder and executive director of Shepherds Hill, Trace Embry. Trace is also the author of The Miracles of Shepherds Hill. I'm Michelle Hill. Our goal, Unlicensed to Parent, is to take what we're learning each day at Shepherd's Hill and share it with you so that you can be better prepared to raise your kids in a way that honors God. You know, Trace, woven throughout your book, The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, you speak to the need for parents to get some biblical perspective on current cultural norms when they're raising their children. You you also talk about the importance of getting, well, past the noise and the glitter of our seductive culture. And, and getting past that, they can hear the voice of God about our greater purpose as parents. And that, that's not always an easy thing to do. So, Trace, how do you relate your personal experience with that of an average parent raising kids in today's culture? Well, Michelle, you nailed it when you you mentioned the word purpose. Uh, I would add the word intentionality to the mix. Uh, pretty much everything, including parenting, is much easier to succeed in when purpose and intentionality are behind it. Uh, people talk about having dreams, career dreams, dreams for their kids or, or whatever. And that's all fine and dandy. I, I had a dream to race cars like my father before me, and I did it for almost 40 years. Mm-hmm. But my dream was a pursuit of self-fulfillment or self-realization. And as an adrenaline junkie, I got a level of fulfillment out of that. Uh, A lot of parents today, whether they're aware of it or not, whether they want to admit it or not, get a lot of self-fulfillment out of having dreams for their kids and seeing those dreams fulfilled, whether it's junior going to a prestigious school, uh, succeeding in sports, making a lot of money, whatever. Uh, We know how that works, but but dreams are often birthed out of our carnal desires. A vision, on the other hand, is something wrought in God himself. And while I got a lot of thrills out of going fast and winning races, I never experienced the sense of joy or exhilaration uh, or level of fulfillment in my life as when I experienced the manifestation and the fulfillment of a vision that God himself had given to me. And there's absolutely nothing to compare that to. Uh, And uh, dreams can become visions. A vision transcends the will uh, and fulfillment of the mere individual and fulfills the will of God for the benefit of others. A vision is what drug me away from a dream and, and birthed Shepherd's Hill Academy. And, and now kids and their families come from all around the world to get healed here. Uh, these kids and their families are now living in the world, but not of the world. Mm. All that to say that I truly believe that, that too many Christian parents are raising their kids to have dreams of fitting into and thriving in this world. Uh, mm. Nothing necessarily wrong with that if those dreams don't contradict a vision that God has given them. 
and parents, whether or not you ever figure out the specifics of a vision that God has for your child, you should know the general vision that God has for all his children. And that's to know him and to love him with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. But that'll likely mean raising your kids to live in ways that require them to swim upstream against the current cultural tide. Again, dreams can be good, but a vision is best. And with God, we never want to make good the enemy of best. Shepherd's Hill isn't the manifestation of a dream. Uh, I, I didn't want to do this. I, I went into this kicking and screaming. I mean, just, just like most of the kids do when they first get here. Mm-hmm. But God's grace, patience, mercy, and perfect will prevailed. Shepherd's Hill is the manifestation of a vision that will outlive me, uh, long outlive me, just like our kids will likely outlive us. Shepherd's Hill Academy will benefit people I'll never meet. And that's how we should raise our kids, raise them up for the purpose of benefiting people mm-hmm. we'll never meet, maybe people they'll never meet. Too many parents raise their kids as if Junior's dreams and immediate happiness and comfort were the most important things. Uh, The intentional parent, however, raises their kids for the purpose of knowing the joy of fulfilling a vision that God has given them and how to hear the voice of God. Proverbs 22, you know, train up a children the way he should go. He's old, he won't depart from it. But Mm -hmm. that's less likely to happen when our kids are allowed to live as the beasts of the fields and follow the idolatrous ways of Hollywood and our systemically mentally ill culture. So let's raise our kids to do more than just survive our culture uh, because with vision, God can use them to transform it. And that's what I think today's guest can help our listeners do. Well, yes, she is very passionate about informing parents and exposing what's really going on in our culture. I'm talking about Tina Marie Griffin. Tina is known as the counterculture mom and has the inside scoop and just a wealth of knowledge about Hollywood because in her younger years, she worked on TV shows such as Jimmy Kimmel Live, The Young and the Restless, Lizzie McGuire, 90210, and many others. But today, She uses what she learned about pop culture and the entertainment industry to inform parents to how Hollywood is eroding the development of our kids. Well, Tina, welcome back to the Licensed to Parent broadcast. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And I don't even know where to begin, but just I want to encourage parents. It is absolutely possible. Is it easy? No, but it's absolutely possible to raise our kids counterculturally to the chaos that Hollywood media and honestly Satan is pumping out all directions every single day. We can do it. We absolutely can do it. Now, Tina, since the last time you were with us, uh, so many crazy things have been happening in our nation. Uh, What would you say is the single most damaging thing going on in the culture right now that parents need to be up on for the long-term welfare of their kids? Well, believe it or not, the first thing that's on my heart, I could rattle off 42 TV shows, magazines, <laughs> video games, but it's the sad state of our culture is happening primarily because parents are not reading the Word of God every day and mm-hmm. instilling that in their kids. Because every single week, and I'm, I'm totally convicting myself as I say it, um, this is the first week where every single day, um, we as a family, primarily my husband, has read devotions without a day being skipped, and we already see the major, and when I say devotions, it's like a 15 to 20 minute Bible study. We He then asks the kids questions, and I'm watching on because I always, I've always wanted a leader in the home 
as the man to the dad here to teach and instill godly values. And when I saw the change in just four or five days, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, because we'll skip, we'll get busy. Uh, the kids start schooling. And before you know it, two two weeks went by. I'm like, all right, a five minute prayer is not gonna cut it. We obviously there's a problem. We got that kid doing that, this kid doing that. So the biggest thing we can do as parents is to make sure daily we're in the word of God. I just started women's Bible study this week because I need to be with a bunch of women talking about Jesus, uh, Mm -hmm. pounding the pavement every day, every week, a lot of hours, ingesting myself in negative pop culture that could make anyone suicidal or feel depressed in a matter of two hours. I have to have more God that I'm getting and a close relationship with him. So if we do that as parents, no matter what comes our direction, and if we teach our kids scripture and go over it, no matter what comes their direction, we will absolutely thrive in the end times that we're living in because our kids are always reporting to us, mom, we saw this, our neighbor is into that. How can we witness to that kid? Because they know what God wants for their lives and yeah. they they can combat the attack. That is so cool. I so appreciate that you started with the Word of God and that we all need to be in the Word of God first and foremost, and we need to be teaching that to our kids. We see that in Deuteronomy, you know, basically like tattoo it onto our eyeballs. That's what we need to be doing. But I'm, I'm, I'm wondering, have parents taken far too lightly the influence that movies and music and internet and, well, every other cultural influence that's out there has had on our kids. Are they taking it too lightly? Absolutely. And if I'm questioning, that can't be what that actor is actually implying. If I'm questioning Mm -hmm. that, I'm like, that is what they're implying. I can't imagine the average parent, when I say average, I mean a parent that doesn't really take a lot of time to investigate the entertainment Mm -hmm. world and what they're pumping out and who's behind it and who's connected to who and why they're doing it and money to be made. If they're not investigating that like I am, and I'm sometimes questioning, I can't imagine and can easily see how parents can be uh, deceived by just how bad it is. Mm -hmm. And I want to preface this by saying it's bad, but once again, as the days immensely grow darker, it seems like every week there are stories that come across my desk where I'm like, what? Like this is worse than Sodom and Gomorrah. Um, It also tells me that Jesus is so close to returning. Mm-hmm. It solidifies for me when I, I just got chills right there. It solidifies for me when I read scripture and the end times, you're going to see this, this, and this. I'm like, oh yeah, we see that times 10. So uh, how close are you, Lord? But it also encourages me that we are living mm-hmm. in some exciting times. We have to finish the race well. I do not want to crumble when I see the finish line in front of my face. Mm-hmm. So when you say worse than Sodom and Gomorrah, what are you seeing to say that it is worse than Sodom and Gomorrah? As a Hollywood insider, I'd like to have our parents know that you were in the midst of a lot of that. Mm -hmm. I was in the midst of a lot of it. Um, Pedophilia, we're hearing a lot about in the news, but a lot of the elites, and I'm talking politicians, I'm talking um, major entertainers, they're into Wicca, witchcraft, that's bad enough. And I'm telling you, when I lived in Hollywood, maybe five to 10% of the shows had a witch character, Sabrina the Teenage Witch, it was almost like comedy. I worked on that set. You had um, every now and then a episode that would focus on uh, abortion, but it wasn't 
in your face 24 seven. Now I, I am shocked if I see a movie that's completely clean or a uh, video game that doesn't involve some sort of beheading. And I, I'm just like saying it like it is today mm -hmm. because I know the time is short. Yeah, It's that graphic, the show that I launched back in June, Counterculture Mom Show, I'm like, well, I hope this flies because I know what's going on. I still have connections in Hollywood. It's also dangerous. So Lord, keep me alive in this. Every time we have a guest on that exposes heinous things going on behind the scenes, like what I just mentioned, from elitist family members who have fled, like Nathan Reynolds, when I have an episode on that, it goes viral. We went from one platform to 40 platforms in under a year. We're now on 600 radio stations coast to coast since May, instead of the two original radio stations we were on with Salem. We're now on CSN, AFR, Sirius XM offered us a time slot. And I'm not saying to say, look at what happened. God majorly is expanding this because of the response we're getting because of the guests on exposing what's going on in these end times. Oh, yeah. Well, mm -hmm. with that, I have a bigger target on my head. So right. I'm trying to be wise on how to release this info, but yes, it's very graphic. Um, not every theme of the week is talking about those topics. We have a lot about staying safe on social media, amazing video games kids can play where they're not depressed and suicidal after playing them, cheat codes in video games, how to keep your kids safe from that. Going back to school, encouraging positive role models that we can have our kids listen to mm -hmm. to help them instill and keep their godly values as they go into um, the lion's den, teaching them about transgenderism, um, teaching them that it's okay to have sex before marriage, uh, that they can choose their gender. I mean, everything they're getting bombarded had nothing to do with schooling, but the agenda behind mm -hmm. that, you know, we have the positive role model weeks, we've got the people coming on talking about the 45 communist goals that were written, and that's why it's a major pounding the pavement in the public schools with communists behind the scenes that have infiltrated our textbooks. And so we have themes on our public education system. Who's really running it? How are the dots connected? Why are they taking out key things in history books? All of it. Right, and I want to add something to that, that, that uh, this is not just Hollywood. This is a DC, Washington, DC thing Absolutely. Too. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent is Tina Marie Griffin. Tina is the counterculture mom. Trace Embry, Tina, and I will be right back after this. Hi, folks. Trace Embry here, host of the Licensed to Parent broadcast and founder of Shepherd's Hill Academy. We've all heard about modern-day miracles, mostly from mission fields. Frankly, I believed about half of them and experienced none of them until about 30 years ago. when Christ truly became the Lord of my life. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill is a book that wasn't written as much as it was recorded. It's the true story of how God used a handshake, my family's last $200, and our 30-year odyssey of bumper-to-bumper -bumper miracles to acquire a 60-acre farm that was used by the devil and turned it into a 250-acre globally recognized healing ministry for God. I want all people to know that Jesus Christ is still in the miracle-working business for those submitted to His word, will, and way, and who properly understand what faith truly is. The Miracles of Shepherd's Hill, an extraordinary odyssey of divine interventions by Trace Embry. Learn more at LicensedToParent.org. Your children are teens now. They're growing up and gaining independence. That's kind of the point of parenting, isn't it? You're raising future responsible adults, but they're not responsible adults yet. 
They may be able to do things on their own, but you still want to be able to contact them and you want to equip them for success. So you decide to get them a smartphone. But why a smartphone? For most people, that means 24-7 access to everything on the planet. And that's not wise, nor is it healthy. Digital addiction is prevalent these days. In fact, we see teens of all ages dealing with mental health and behavioral issues rooted in overuse of technology. Issues that affect health, wellness, ability to focus, performance in academics, and more. That's why at Licensed to Parent, we want you to choose a wise phone alternative instead of a smartphone. More information is available at LicensedToParent.org slash wisephone. Welcome back to Licensed to Parent, the radio outreach of Shepherds Hill Academy. Shepherds Hill is a nature-based therapy program for teens in crisis. Today, we are helping you, the parent, understand what's going on in Hollywood. Our guest today is Tina Marie Griffin. She is the counterculture mom. Trace? Well, Tina, before the break, you and I were talking about things that uh, are, are going to get us looked at like conspiracy nuts. Mm-hmm. I would think that people in late 1930, early 1930s uh, Nazi Germany oh. uh, could have been accused of the same thing. Uh, and yet a lot of those things uh, took place. Same thing with the Old Testament prophets and, and whatnot. But how do we get past that to, to some credibility on our end? I cannot believe you just said that. I literally pulled up Operation Paperclip (laughs) right before you mentioned Nazi Germany. The biggest thing I can tell everybody tuning in right now, and I will tell you, I believe people are absolutely waking up. Mm -hmm. My frustration with that is we are absolutely being censored. If people question what we're saying, but you're hearing the opposite message from mainstream media that are owned by communists, a.k.a. George Soros, Bill Gates... All of these people with one message, you have to look up information because what I tell people is, where are you getting your so-called truth from? If it's mainstream media, believe the opposite. The opposite yep. is actually true. So we just did a series called MK Ultra. It mm. put chills down my spine. We had Kathy O'Brien on, who should have been burned at the stake at the Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I knew about the Bohemian Grove 25 years ago. Oh, boy. On her trip there, an undercover investigator basically rescued her and her daughter. She was supposed to be killed that day. And she gave her story of what happened to her for over 30 years of abuse. And she talked about Operation Paperclip. It's a secret program in which more than 1,600 Nazi German scientists, engineers, technicians were taken from former Nazi Germany to the U.S. by our elitists for government employment after the end of World War II in Europe. And you want to know what they did? They started NASA, CIA. A lot of the Hollywood movies came from these people that were in major control of what we thought and then what we do as a result. So there's so much craziness that we, I'm like, what else is a lie that I've been believing for 40 some years? What can and or should the church be doing to, to more effectively address this stuff? Because we've got an infrastructure in the church, if, if we can ever unite about anything, to overcome this. But we, we sit on our hands and we moan the blues when we could be doing this. So I, I, I applaud those people in, in Loudoun County, Virginia. We need to emulate that. What can we do more to get the church off their, uh, 
rear ends? <laughs> um, I think the number one problem, being in churches for 25 years, speaking around this globe, doing the Hollywood Exposed program, which I'm still, I'm speaking so much as fall, it's crazy, because I think people now want it. And it's, it, honestly, it's not really a lot in churches. I, schools, music festivals, conferences, because these people want it. And there'll be a group of moms that say, that's it, you're coming to speak to a bunch of moms, we're getting 150 kids together, a bunch of parents, and it's mostly boots on the ground, and churches are not open a lot to these messages. No, Why? I think they're not open to it. They don't want mm. to lose a congregation. They don't, Bingo. I'm just listing off what I'm, what I'm feeling in my gut. Yeah. They yeah. don't want to lose funding. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they don't want to lose funding. And you have the other side of stuff. We had Carrie Gordon on the program a couple of months ago, a phenomenal series on enemies within the church. Wow, what an eye-opener series that we did in the Counterculture Mom Show. He was one of the main people that that spoke about the issues in the church with enemies within the church. People tuning in right now, get that documentary. It's phenomenal. Mm. And he basically uh, nailed out that a lot of people are also afraid, pastors, to speak the truth in churches because they're currently owned by the government through their 501c3 status. Yeah, that's a joke. So it's a joke. And, and I'm a nonprofit right now, but if they ever would send me a threatening letter, you can't talk about abortion and you can't, I'm like, then I'm ripping up my 501c3 and sending you a video of that. So Tina, what, what do parents need to do? You've, you've said that knowledge is power. You're talking about what's happening in the church. So when parents start seeing this stuff, or let's say they watch the documentary Enemies Within the Church, they start seeing this stuff and they're all of a sudden they know what's going on. What are they supposed to do with that knowledge? Because I'm feeling like we're going to have to spell it out for them. Yes. So number one thing I could tell parents is this. If you're looking for knowledge, obviously scripture, number one. A great resource we have is the Counter Culture Mom app. That allows us to keep pumping out the truth because we have a, a big team that's constantly pumping out the content. That five buck donation basically for the app allows us to keep pumping out pop culture updates. And because things are constantly changing, it's critical that we tell parents and grandparents ahead of time what mm -hmm. is going to be released, what is coming out in school systems in fall, what textbooks to watch for, what video games are coming out, good and bad. How are you not getting shut down? I don't even say that because if I'm surprised our app is still up. I'm not even joking because we have been shut down a lot. My YouTube was taken down mm. um, at least a thousand, two thousand videos down for a 20 year period gone. But God told me, don't even waste your time uploading those on YouTube again. They're going to be gone again. I've got bigger, better. And boom, the radio, TV show, everything else started. So we have a, a very big audience on our platforms, getting the knowledge out there. Besides the app, the Counterculture Mom app, which every single parent and grandparent in America has to download. In fact, a lot of teens download it. There are great features in there. Besides giving pop culture updates and resource links if your kids are suicidal, depressed, or you want to know a list of positive music to get your uh, playing in your home. You want to know the positive video games that are out there today, apps that are safe, all of it. Uh, cell phones, when's a great time for kids? To get, I mean, any question you can think about, we have loaded in there. We also have about 20 featured educators that we've partnered with around this country that are experts in their field. Ken Ham with the Creation Museum. Mm. Mona Corwin, who's down in Texas, is an amazing resource for marriage. Um, there's a lot of people. Heidi St. John, all about homeschooling and just amazing people that already know what they're doing. They've been doing it for decades. That's all flowing through our app. And then we have at least 40 to 50 huh. affiliates giving freebie stuff out uh, for video games, TV shows, movies, you name it. That uh, Parents want positive entertainment. They do. Where can we go for it? One thing I've discovered about parents, though, is they'll talk about 
you know, the negativity of our culture and, you know, uh, social media, the internet and all this other stuff, all while they give their kids unfettered access to these addictive adult toys. But what I have found, and I want to know if this is your experience, uh, Shepherd Hill's a proving ground for this, that once kids know the truth about this stuff, they hear, as Paul Harvey used to say, the rest of the story, <laughs> they're all in to keep from being mm. smitten by it. It's like they want to know more. Yes. They're hungry. Yep. They know something's wrong. They just can't put their finger on it. And when someone finally gives them the evidence, shows it to them in living color on the screen, like we do here at Shepherd Hill, because the, kid, the kids, we, we expose stuff in the church too. The, the kids will say, uh, yeah, where's the devil do his best work? In church. That's what they'll tell you. Mm. So has that been your experience? And, and, and how should this be an encouragement to parents who might be afraid to broach these things with their kids? Yes, yes, and yes. That's why I get so fired up when I still go to st- speak to teens today, tweens, and frankly, it's at this point, toddlers. I have had over the years, for example, when I first started speaking, I can't tell you how many times I spoke at a school assembly. We had kids bawling. We had kids mm-hmm. coming up and showing me how they erased 342, there was one girl in Bozeman, Montana, negative, disgusting songs from her tech gadget. Mm-hmm. I had a couple hundred kids in San Diego at a high school. That night, they all grabbed their gross video games. And at that point, you know, 15 years ago with CDs, brought them to the high school front lawn and smashed them apart with sledgehammers. They don't want to be lied yeah. to. And I told the kids, I'm not here to tell you what to listen to. I'm just here to show you video clips. And I have hundreds mm. that I share in my live presentations. Mm-hmm. It's been nuts, but great. And so many people are so fired up because if you show them the evidence of how these celebrities are really living their lives yeah. and celebrities admitting they're demon possessed, they need the Lord. We need to pray for them. But why support them with our time and our cash? Exactly. So parents, I'm telling you, you show them the truth. You show your kids the truth. And our app is so awesome because it tells you the problem and it gives you a solution. We're very Sounds solution good. driven. And it, That's awesome. we even give them talking points on what they can do with their kids. The other quick thing I was gonna say is kids message us all the time. They go to our Instagram. We constantly are showing Illuminati symbolism, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And we have a lot of teens saying, Tina, Miss Tina, can you please put this in your next presentation for, for my, you know, my generation? And they will send us dirt. The teens are becoming our FBI agents to give us the dirt we need to help encourage mm. the parents yeah. to expose it. Yeah, I wow. get that here. Um, you know, uh, my wife and I take every kid out for the, we call the last supper the night before graduation. And, and, so and we cool. ask them all these questions, you know, how we can be better, blah, blah, blah. And one, what's one thing we can never stop doing? Never stop going through the Hell's Bells series and all the other the things that go oh, along yeah. with it. Uh, it's, it's, you know, hours and hours and hours and hours and hours long. But the kids are seeing this stuff. The, like you said, the, the artists themselves basically saying, boy, you're stupid for buying our stuff, but, but you're making us rich, so keep it coming. You don't have to. You don't have to tell the kids what to listen to and what not to, or what to watch and what not to. The the, the artists themselves will, will will expose themselves, and it sounds like your app uh, is something that uh, mm-hmm. all of our, our our parents listening to this broadcast need to go to immediately. Yes, check it out. The Counterculture Mom. Our guest today on Licensed to Parent has been Tina Marie Griffin. And you can connect with Tina at counterculturemom.com. Also, download the app. Thank you so much, Tina, for spending time with us today. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Keep up the great work with what you guys are doing, too. You guys are doing phenomenal work. Thank you, Tina. Again, check out counterculturemom.com. That's counterculturemom.com. Thanks for listening to Licensed to Parent. Licensed to Parent is an extension of Shepherd's Hill Academy, our year-long Christ-centered, wilderness-based residential program for troubled teens. You know, there are many reasons why parents and students come to us. 
Some are suicidal, addicted to gaming or phones, alcoholic, behavioral issues like anger. And if your teen is experiencing some of these behaviors, contact us through our website, licensedparent.org, and see how we can help you and your child. Shepherd's Hill is helping troubled teens because of generous donors like you. Would you consider being a part of our financial team? A gift of any amount to Shepherd's Hill brings hope and healing to families in crisis. You can give securely online by clicking the donate button at the top of the page when you visit licensedparent.org. Thanks to our team for making today possible. Daniel Fazina helps with guest relations. Our producer is Rich Rosel. Carl Peets is our technical producer. For Trace Embry, I'm Michelle Hill, inviting you to join us again next time to renew your license to parent. And remember, folks, if you don't train your children, somebody else will. God bless you. See you next time.